Okay, well, we're recording. We are? Yeah. Oh. Exciting stuff. This can be like that awkward part of like a beginning of a podcast where people are like, wait, are we recording? No, we're not recording yet, right? I feel like that's how every David Tennant podcast has started out. Right. With either, or not recording, or... Oh, do you want to hear more of it? Like, we're literally him talking to them about the, like, sound. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be real. Okay. This is, this was a moment that happened to me this week. When I, well, not this week, last week and this week. I was listening to last week's podcast of his. And, you know, at the end, they do a little clip where they play a little bit from the next week's. And I must have missed where they said whoever's name it was going to be. So the guy starts talking and I'm like, ah, Gerard Butler. I love him. (laughs) This is amazing. Yes. Um, (laughs) And so I even started listening to this week's not having paid attention to the name and was like, well, this doesn't seem like Gerard Butler. I didn't. I don't think he did politics. And very quickly, I realized it was not Gerard Butler. I looked at the name and I was like, "Mm, never heard of this guy. But um, you mean the former prime minister? He was the prime minister when I was like in, I don't know. What Grade school. Yeah, yeah. Like an age where I would not have known the name of the prime minister of England. Also. You're making me feel old. It was only for three years. I went and looked him up later because yes. I was very impressed with the interview. Uh, it made me like him quite a bit. And it also just impressed me. He wants me. to help kids. Yeah, well, and also it just reminded me. I have a certain amount of respect for the way the like British prime minister and the way they step down like the way that functions um i didn't realize they still did it where you know if the majority shifts in parliament then basically you step down i believe there are some people currently surprised that Theresa may has not in fact stepped down yeah i don't follow there's not enough to get to, into british politics yeah, but, but i just think that's such an honorable way to proceed and especially the way he described like you know when honor. it happened what a wonderful how word. he was like it was time for me to step down for them to nominate a new leader like I don't know. I just honor. Yeah. It was just so interesting listening to him talk. I was so impressed by him and his beliefs and how just civil he seemed. I mean, again, maybe, maybe if you're living there and you're around the politics all the time, you, there's more. Well, it's probably like any politics. You're probably sick of them. Yeah. But it was so refreshing. What those politics are. It was refreshing. Indeed, refreshing. So we are waiting, Vocal Fam. Hello, Vocal Fam. Hi, Vocal Fam. Let's do this now. We are waiting on our special surprise guest Ooh. host, who may be texting me right now. Good. Ah, our guest host is stuck in traffic. Well, can yeah. you believe that, Vocal Fam? I'm sure they can because it, it's happening right now. I can't. And okay. Oh, and my they've been stuck in traffic gracious. before. I'll tell you what I had for breakfast. Uh, well, I, I have a feeling our guest host will want to know what you had. He'll for want breakfast. to know. Mm, that's don't, a good don't, point. don't, don't. You just don't ruin gendered. It. You just gendered our our guest host. Don't, don't ruin the surprise. It still could be. It's still a surprise. It could be anyone. Could be anyone. Yeah. I would like vocal fam to know that. Our guest host was blinded by their desire for lasagna, mm. and therefore they are running late. See, I think you just gave it away. To their one thirty appointment. With us? With us. <laughs> With us. Well, I have a 2.30 appointment, so... So do I. It's called picking up my children from school. Yeah, mine is called walking upstairs, so I guess yours uh, is a little more All right, well pressing. then, to get rid of the front matter, here we go. 
But the best part is now they can hear us talk over it. Don't like that. You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast. Your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Well, that's strange. So that was that. I don't think we've ever actually listened to that before. No. Like, not even just before we really start podcasting, but literally to be talking and recording and then listen to it and then continue podcasting, which is odd. Kind of takes you out of the the moment. And yet it had a certain charm. Okay. Where's Leah when you need her to look skeptically at some people? Yeah, folks, Leah is not with us today. Leah is... In the midst of master's project lectury writing stuff will they hear the ding uh yeah they probably did hear that ding that's okay that, that was, was that was our guest host complaining that they were smelling fresh basil plants at the grocery store and so they had to go and buy so lasagna they apparently had to go and get some uh lasagna i want to say that's never happened to me uh sarah what do we need to tell our pod audience this morning what do we need to tell them this morning? Yes. About about Before we start. I don't I don't know. What do we always say on an episode like this before we start? Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. You know, if you don't want to hear about Captain Marvel, like if you're like, oh, I haven't seen it, stop. Stop listening. Stop. Don't don't listen any further. We are going to talk about Captain Marvel. And not only are we going to talk about it, we are going to dissect it. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about the trailers at We're the end. Build it back up. I'll go ahead and say it is an important trailer. Two trailers. Do listen. Now stop C- listening. Can we call them post credit scenes? Post credit scenes. You're right. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Always using wrong words. I get it. It's okay. Uh, what are you going to do? Probably uh, say the so right word. So if you're still listening and you're no part of our normal vocal fam, if you'd like to hear more of us going back to actually what we've been talking about a lot has been singing it really has that seems so strange it really well yes partially i think because both leah and i are kind of in the midst of similar singing things at the moment as far as like recitals projects we finally got to do the study that was talking a lot about it but then also leah does not share some of the loves for the pop culture that we do but she does love voice pedagogy but she does love voice pedagogy and so that's more of what we all three can talk about yeah yeah and so we've really sort of been on task very strangely i don't know how i feel about that yeah but we've been waiting for this episode for a while i have i have been waiting and if you're part of the vocal fam that's here for for the mayhem otherwise known as it is about to commence marveling it's going to happen. Marvel, <laughs> who's marvelous. It was marvelous. And Captain Marvel. I hope that this wow. movie does not get overshadowed by Endgame. I think it's going to. I think it's inevitable. It's like that's, I got that feeling sad. when I texted a friend of mine yesterday who is usually so excited and pumped for this stuff. And I was like, are you going to go see it tonight? And she was like, um, no. I mean, honestly, like, I'm excited. And I'll probably go see it next week sometime. But like, I'm really more focused on Endgame. And I'm like... But that's first off, that's a month away. I can be pumped for both of them. But this is today and it's Captain Marvel and it's a whole new character and she's really cool. Exactly. I'll get over it. I'll get over it. The world will come to understand. She's neat. She's neat. Exactly. But I don't know. Glad it happened. 
Um, still fairly convinced. I don't know if you're up for it, but like, yes, Endgame drops the night of the, the recital. I am fully intending to purchase some like ten o'clock showing. No, tickets. we're going. We're going to ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever time it is. I mean, it's. It'll, I'll be I have to be at your recital too, so I'll I mean, be, I'll be done with re- my recital by ten, and people will be. Done I mean, your food. recital's at seven thirty, and it's an hour long. Yeah, but then people like stand around and talk, and you know what they do. Right, you know. but certainly we can make a ten o'clock or oh, ten yes. thirty. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm sure. saying. Like we can totally do it. Yeah, we can totally do it. I mean, and let's face it. I mean, Jamie and I aren't going to give you any choice. I'm not giving Jamie any choice. Jamie's <laughs> the one who would be like, "We could go to bed." No. Well, no. that's fine. We'll all be at Endgame. Yeah, we will. And Don't if worry. anyone worry, says guys. anything to me on their way out of the theater. I'm not going to be happy. Ooh, yeah. I don't think people, people are... I like to believe that Avengers fans are better than that. Are they, though? Are you Avengers fans? Are you better hey, than that? Hey, this is our Enneagram thing. An eight oh my goodness would very gracious. much be like, oh, oh no, my goodness. the world Sorry. is out to get While me. While we're waiting on on this mess to begin, finally, yeah. if, 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 if Lasagna Man ever finishes uh, doing what he's doing... You know they know by now who it we is. We were. D- <laughs> There's we nobody were, else that would. This would be. Happening we were. To. Uh, <laughs> we were doing our enneagram personality tests Types, last yeah. night at uh, dinner. Dinner, before we watched Captain Marvel. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, I mean, like all personality tests, of course, it's not really the perfect picture into who you really are as an individual. No, but it gives a. It's a nice look. Yeah, there might have been existential crises happening. Yes. Yes. Well, because not only, you know, first you get your type, but then because of the whole like wing thing where you can lean towards one side or the other, it gives you a little more flexibility with that type and even more in-depth look at who you might be. And that's always scary. Right. But also fun. I mean... I say who doesn't like that kind of thing. I'm sure there are people out there who either A, think it's hogwash, or B, really don't like knowing that much about themselves that's or taking those true. kind of tests. Maybe that's the same type of person, but that's probably I true. enjoy stuff like that. Also, funny story. You know, thinking about our, our guest host who is uh, being delayed for by food. Yes. Delay by food. Um, Just not surprising at my all. My son had our guest from a few weeks ago read to his class last week. I uh, don't even remember who our guest President Thompson. Oh. And he uh <laughs> Interesting. Charlie said, "Is it true that you were on my papa's podcast?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yes. I ate bacon." <laughs> I like that that's that is the That key that was feature. his takeaway. That from, is from that being was his takeaway. P- being on the podcast. No, I we had actually had bacon. a wonderful handwritten note from Dr. Thompson. That was it was very, very sweet. sweet. But uh but his his takeaway memory for my son. I get it though. Bacon. That's what I would remember too. Was that we gave him a piece of bacon. I mean, there you go. That's like if I met a person and like they gave me a piece of chocolate, I'd be like, that's the person that gave me some chocolate. Remember that? That time? Ah, oh, it's we happening. We have a phone call, folks. It's happening. Wait, are we going to be able to see him? Yes. Oh, I didn't I would Are we know going that. to be able to see him? I didn't know. Yes, we're like going to be able to well, see him. You all sound like the terrifying robots again. Is what? You what do not. You don't. Can right. So remember last time you just you you had to just send. I am. Uh, 
you are just sending the room audio? Okay, yep. well, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to try one other thing. Okay. Well, now this you know who it was. The magic, <laughs> folks, the magic of technology. You want to know what else is the magic of technology? Being able to go back and edit things. I could always edit this out. Being yes. like, wow, that was a lot of like awkwardness or a lot of... I mean... Fumbledy, fumbledy, fumbled All of the input... It's happening again. I mean, I hear him fine. Yeah, I heard him fine, too. Hello again? Hello again. Yes? No? We cannot Maybe? hear you, Michael. Oh, I didn't realize he was speaking. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes, Whoa, perfectly. Yeah. Okay, this thing... Okay, then we're just going to have to do this this way. Can we, you hear me fine now? We hear you perfectly. Yeah. Okay, great. Let me change everything. <laughs> and <laughs> so now that we've waited here for him life. <laughs> for 15 minutes for lasagna. Oh, He's no, going to change everything. You're waiting for me to pick up lasagna ingredients, guys. W oh. Well, there was no clarification of that. I definitely thought you went out and bought some lasagna, which was curious because I was like, I don't know where I would go if I was like, I need lasagna now. So, <laughs> folks, if you were wondering who in the world our guest host for the week is. No, they knew as soon as you said we were waiting on him. The original lasagna. gang <laughs> is back together. It's Hi. Michael. It's me. He's back. Hello. Can you move Captain your Zoom Marvel. closer to you? Yeah, I can. Does this be sound better? Yes, yeah. thank you. It's just, I, I had to turn you up a little bit, and I didn't want to turn you so loud that we got feedback. Got it. True. That's wonderful. Great. Yep. Michael, how are you? I'm fine. Guys, I ate a whole, this is bad. <laughs> I... No one's surprised that you're eating. No one is surprised. So, so listen, the, uh, the, so, so, the, I'll say it this way. Um, so we went to see Captain Marvel last night, as you know. Yes. Uh, as, as we all did. And, but, and um, so, as our listeners may or may not know, uh, I do not drink anymore in my life. There was a day, season when I did, but I don't now. But I woke up this morning and I thought, am I hungover? I have to be hungover. And I was like, why do I feel this way? And I said to myself, oh, it's because I ate a huge bag of candy. Oh, oh that was a terrible idea. That'll Guys, I'm it. really into chewy sweet tarts now. And Ugh. so I ate like a bag like this big. Those of chewy sweet gross. tarts and a roll of regular sweet tarts That's and not even some a good candy. Like, oh my god! Of gosh. all the candy, oh my god! You're and lucky large, that you are alive. And a large sprite. It's sprite. And, uh, I mean, you're, you you're, picked all the grossest foods I mean, and sugar goodness things. Goodness gracious! You, you, did you realize that if you had that amount of sugar, you could not go binary like Captain Marvel? Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth a shot. I do get that. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh my. Well, so Chris. we've already given our big spoiler warning. Yeah, we we've did. already right. played the theme song. That's true. Right. And given play by play. So we are now ready to dive in. So where should all we start, folks? The beginning. Uh, let's start with things we love. Can we start with the Stan Lee tribute? Oh, that got my Heartbreaking. feels. Heartbreaking. Oh, the music behind it. Oh my goodness they, gracious! They got my feels. That got my feels. I was not. That was that was item number one of the night. I was uh, not I prepared, was not prepared, for. prepared uh, for that. I will admit, I had not prepared as much for this movie as I had previous Marvel movies. I get that. So I was not even sure we would get a Stanley tribute. 
And uh, so yeah, I get that. And so I was so uh, it like hit me because I I thought we weren't going to get one. I thought that the reason that they had done the whole thanks for everything Stan beginning Marvel thing at the opening, I thought that was that was because we weren't going to get one. Oh, and I was so I was hit real hard when that happened. When it, he actually did appear. He was, oh, yeah. no. He has at least one filmed in Endgame and Far From Home. Oh, that's okay, nice. Okay. That's nice. Um, as as, as I understand it. it thanks, for th- thanks, because now I was Now you be won't like, be emotionally hit be every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was you talking won't. about the opening. I was just like, oh. Yeah, that got uh, me. That opening, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. goodness. And then just the cameo, you. both of those, I was like, oh. So. Okay, all right. So Stan Lee tribute at the opening, absolutely wonderful. They got yes. us. They knew. Okay. They knew all they right. had us. Then, so Michael, what did you love about it? Okay, I will say this. I this was not my most favorite Marvel movie. No. It was great. Mm-hmm. Well, it was good. It was really I'll say it was really good, but it wasn't extra uh, What I loved was the um I just loved the sense of joy that um that uh brie larson brought to the character mm-hmm. when she was flying around or like or like when she's like full powered in this epic fight at the end she just goes woo like in the middle of it and is like so excited and i was like wow like you love being you you know i just <laughs> i just loved that you know where it wasn't like we're so serious and we're dying it was just like no i just the joy that the character finds out of um i don't know just out of out of like flying and and shooting stuff and being awesome, you know. Are you dissing I'm, the over wonderful dramatic seriousness of Doctor Strange and Tony Stark? How uh, they take it as such a burden. Three of these people exist. Two of them are extraordinary drama queens. One of them is Captain Marvel. <laughs> so very good, Sarah. What did you love about the movie? Well. I I loved it. I loved. It. I thought it was a great origin story. First off, I mean, because mm. a lot of times origin stories can be weak. Well, we've movies. seen so many of them at this. Yeah, point. but I thought it was a really good origin story. And then I think it's kind of like what Michael said, but in a slightly different vein. I loved her just persona because so often female superheroes, they're just very solemn and serious, like. Black yeah. Widow, Wonder Woman, um, Scarlet Witch, they all just, they talk like this, and I'm serious now, yeah. and I'm yeah, here yeah, to yeah. fight you. I'm a hearted, tortured soul. Yeah, like. and it's very, like, very solemn and serious, and it has all this gravitas, and their whole personalities tend to be very, there's no fun kick to them, if that makes sense. I mean, they're just very, I don't know, it's a very... Yeah, like Diana has never had a fun day in her life. Yeah, their idea of fun is very serious and they take their responsibility. So, I don't know. But this character, Captain Marvel, like, it's like you said, she's joyful, she's spunky, she's funny, she's a little irreverent at times, she doesn't play by the rules. Yeah, she's scrappy and it's not like she's girly, like that's maybe not what I'm saying, but it's just a very different attitude from... Superheroes in general, female superheroes especially, yeah. and I just really enjoyed that. Like that she was still tough, and and yeah, she was still so tough and wasn't going to take anything from anybody, but just could have fun. And too. I think that that's connected to remember our conversation last year about Black Panther, how there was a wide variety of female characters yes. who got to be like they could be shaved head, loyal to the loyal to the end, Okoye. Yes. 
It could also be love story, you know, Nikita yeah. and like everything and Shuri, everybody in between. Yes. And in the same way, I think a lot of times, I think this actually says a lot about uh, some progress, maybe. Can we say that? Uh, <laughs> progress that we've made culturally where we don't need to justify like, well, this woman was so tortured that we tortured all the life out of her. And that's why she's a hardened fighter. Yeah. It's like she was actually, uh, um, gosh, oh, gosh, Carol was like, um motivated by the fact that she just wanted to fly she and, wanted to yes. be free and soar and have fun and like yeah. you know and do something with her life and rather than like black widow out of a place of pain it's out of a i don't know i just i love that that we don't have to feel like you know i think probably once upon a time we ha we would have to justify well why would a woman want to fly anyway yeah. why would a woman be a fighter anyway yeah black widow is almost like kind of like a tool that you've hammered into this like somebody right. oh, I, somebody else obviously. formed her into this weapon right and then she had to you know figure out her life from there whereas captain marvel carol danvers she did not like she had a childhood and maybe like not great parents they they did reference that but like she just wanted to do all this. She always wanted to go out and be brave and a hero and tough and do this right. stuff just because she could. Like, she made herself, and I like yeah. that. And I, I think that there's a thing of, like, regarding Black Widow, I think as much as I love the character of Black Widow and I love the idea of, like, someone rising up in this thing and that, I, I just, sometimes I, I, I feel sad because it's, like, the story, like the, the story of that character is essentially, like, the message is, abuse made this person strong yeah you know and i like i like the fact that like this character it was actually um in an interesting way the, like the kree we could call what the kree did a form of abuse you know we could call yeah. that like control and it's like they said well we gave this to you and she said no i have been fighting with one arm tied behind my yes. back yes you know i just think that that's such a better message you know well and it's uh, kind of a cool idea where like she was a hero even before she got her powers i liked right. that like yeah. she was, she went into the army wanting to be a hero, she, even when she was just normal, kind of the same sort of like Captain America thing. Like yeah. even when he doesn't have the super serum, he is still a hero. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, I, I, well, I and, liked that. And that was probably my favorite moment of the movie proper was, um, the whole thing of, uh, her like, like when it, when she is under the spell of the supreme intelligence mm. and she sort of ro ro finally has her memories and she remembers not the time she got kicked anymore or but fell down got up. but every time she got yes. up Ooh, yes, oh, yes i thought that was a very powerful image I, I mean that 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 sort of got my if 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 i had a moment of emotion in the movie i think that was my emotional moment of the movie was like Absolutely. I'm just going to stand up on my own. And I mean, I, the all, I, I, we, we said this on the way out of the theater last night. I, I, I sort of, I, I just from a writing standpoint, I do think Michael sort of your point, I, I will agree with Sarah. I love this movie. Um, I also think that maybe if I was ranking it or rating it, it's not perfect. I think some yeah. of the, some of the writing in this, I think suffered a little bit more than most Marvel movies do. Um, I think that the giveaway that she was being limited was too obvious. It was very obvious. Yeah, like, I wish that there had been more fear there of like, can I, are they going to take this away from me? Except in, in one sense, 
we've been complaining about having like a similar origin story and this in a way really was i thought a unique origin story yeah yeah i would agree with that yeah you know i'll say i had this issue with this movie um i think first off can i just say guys this feels so right i just missed (laughs) you guys i just like this is so good and so yeah yeah so, anyways, um, hashtag vocal I, fam, hashtag vocal fry, <laughs> hashtag merch, merch, merch. the merch is yeah. coming. <laughs> yes. So, um, but I think I'll say this: like, it's been a long time since I've watched the first Guardians movie, mm. and I think that probably something that a lot of fans will end up saying, because I certainly feel this way. Um, uh, therefore, other people must feel this way. <laughs> um, is that I, I'm surprised at the amount? Like, okay. I think that the way that a lot of people perceive the Guardians movie, if you're not familiar with the Guardians, is that was almost like Ant-Man, like a throwaway movie, you know? Mm-hmm. But then surprise. Oh, no, 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 but no. Then no. surprise, it's like the most important for this, like for the cosmic realm It's the movies. thing that introduced us to the cosmic, cosmic right. verse. Right, but like, but like for someone who is not like, okay, so like when my dad thinks superheroes, he thinks Captain America, Thor, yeah. Spider-Man, we're on planet Earth fighting bad guys who've taken toxic right. chemicals and turned into monsters, you know? He's not thinking intergalactic warlords. And so Guard- Guardians started off feeling like an anomaly, so there's lots of details I literally just didn't pay attention to, Oh, you yeah. know? And so, like, didn't think to myself, Ronan the Accuser, huh, you're in this movie, you know? Like, yeah. it just took a long time for me to filter that information back in, you know? And clearly, Ronan... I loved that he was not the deviant that he became. True. Which says to me, and we were talking about this in the car last night, which says to me that it's going to be his fight with Captain Marvel that drives his power lust to hold an infinity stone. That his enemy was not the Xandarians. That his enemy in Guardians was not the Guardians. That his enemy was not Thanos. That his enemy very clearly was Carol Danvers. Right, and he wants to be strong. Right. The power stone, you know? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, on things we loved, let's all talk for a minute about that dang cat. I loved the well, Flarkin. I mean, Goose the Cat has basically been the thing stealing all the reviews. Well, first oh, off, it's goodness. a Flarkin. I just want to okay. clear that up. It's yeah. also Goose the it's Cat. Flarkin. Oh my goodness. It was the light. I just want to say I loved the cat flirkin thing even before it turned out to be super cool and fighty. Because <laughs> it was just really cute and it was always doing something. And I was like, oh, there's the kitty. I, I just love I was with Fury. That, that post credit scene with the hairball. Oh my gosh. Okay. It was like, I just was like, I was like, are they really doing this? Is he going to do this? And I was like, oh no. As soon going as I full. saw it, I was like, well, here comes the Tesseract. But I They're almost... going full hair, but like just the lengthy, <laughs> you know, it's like, this is beautiful. But I almost wondered if kind of like the time they had the Captain America walk on screen and be like, sometimes it's just not worth waiting for. I almost wondered if they were going to just have it be a normal hairball and be like, psych. April no, Fool's. That would have been funny. <laughs> that that would have been. I, I was kind of like it could go either way, but then it was the Tesseract, which did seem like the obvious path to take with that. Okay, well, and I think we kind of go behind. Like I think we're our brains are going one step too far almost Probably. every time. Just like, so like oh, they're so sneaky. What are they coming up with next? They want me to think it's this, so it must be this. Okay, exactly. let's let's yeah. just since the Tesseract came up. And we're obviously, we're going to avoid the first post credit scene for a bit here yet. Because it's a big one. Um, 
the Tesseract. Can we can we just really quickly for Vocal Fam who is listening but who maybe hasn't watched these movies quite as intently as others have. Or as recently. Okay, so yeah. Captain America the First Avenger, the Tesseract is uniced basically. It's unearthed. Yeah. Okay, the Tesseract had fallen to Earth and Red Skull has it. It turns Red Skull into Red Skull and then it gets buried in the ice with Cap. Yes. It doesn't turn Red Skull into Red Skull. Yes, it does. It the does. power of the Tesseract turns Red Skull into Red Skull. That's why Red oh, Skull good. in Infinity War says that he had held an Infinity Stone. No, he, he, he's injected with... I thought he was injected with, with No, but then stones. he tries to hold the Tesseract. And then it turns him red. Yes. Okay, now I remember. Okay. It's been a long time, people. Oh, it has been, been a long time. This is why, we're, this is why well, we're having this conversation. And speaking of origin stories, the first Captain America, as far as origin stories goes, very... Important. Uh, it's important, but is it like a good movie? No, like, is but it the one that you ever want to go it's back like, and watch? But it's important. The I stuff know. that happens in there is important. That's the thing. I'm aware. Usually, um, that movie like hits all the points I want. Like like old school Americana, sepia tones. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, it does all the stuff that I want a war movie to have. True. So, so anyway, okay. Then, obviously, it's recovered by Howard Stark. Right. Okay, so then at some point, and this is where the fill in the blank comes in, but chronologically speaking, at some point, Howard Stark meets this Marvel woman. Yeah. And hands her the Tesseract. D- now, obviously, there's mm. so many blanks there that they could fill in with a, I don't know, a Sebastian Stan one off. Leading to the well, events almost, of the Stark's death. I that's the thing. I almost wondered when they were driving down the road toward where Marvel's like lab and stuff was on Earth, not the one in space, obviously. That didn't that <laughs> driving look, down the road to the lab in it, space. Yeah. Didn't it almost seem kind of familiar like where um the Starks died? <coughs> I, I thought uh, it, I wasn't that far. I, I mean, it's very possible i just didn't notice either way not the desert no. desert part but like there were some parts on the road that i was like this almost seems <coughs> like it could be road that howard stark is driving on when he or gets it could just be california mucked. yeah the california <laughs> Any, anyway um but but so there's obviously a lot of fill in the gap there. I mean, did Howard Stark yeah. know that they were Skrulls or there were Skrulls mm. or that there were Kree? D- you know, d- yeah. I mean, there th- there's obviously a lot of fill in the blanks. Is that how Nick Fury did Nick? But then Nick Fury gets the Tesseract. Yes, because yeah. the kitty. And so did Nick Fury know Stark? At th- Stark would have been dead by that point. Yeah. Right. And Obadiah would have been in charge of Stark Industries in 94. Let's see. It's... So... Because Tony would have been a, like, 23-year-old at that point, 24. I actually find this movie to be problematic continuity-wise. Well, that's part part of what I'm trying to help (coughs) piece together for our audience. Go ahead. What's your continuity problem? even this, like, um, this is the first time that there have been some legitimate gaffes in terms of continuity because consider the first iron man movie where they just keep where colson just keeps saying this really long name for the thing that he's part of um and at the end they're like why not shield you know oh yeah but they already have shield 
Right, and now they're right now we're here in ninety four with Shield. And so it's my first moment where I'm like, What happened? Like, you know, we've never had one of those which I mean that's amazing. In ten years, that's the only time I've ever noticed something. That's a good point actually. That's it, because that's not like yes, it's a continuity thing, but it's not a huge huge Right. It's not like, oh no, a plot hole. It's It's not like oh wait. Mark Ruffalo does not look like Ed Norton Jr. Well, or like right. Carol Danvers was on Earth the whole time or something weird. Like, you know right. what I mean? Right. Like she never actually left to go take the scroll home or whatever. Right. Anyway. But, you know, but because of that, I, I'm just, I don't know. That's its own thing. But it, but I am, but I was sitting there myself trying to go like, okay, so now they, now he has the Tesseract, but the, like Nick Fury has the Tesseract, but now... Now what? You know, like, yeah. how did this, you know, like, what happened after he has the Tesseract? You know, it's just like, how did this get where, it, you know, just, it's just very, it's just a lot, you know? Well, and and it'll so, be interesting to see if they explain any of that for us. Yeah. It, for those of you who are not deep into the comics, I would just, if you didn't, if you didn't do this before Captain Marvel, because um, I want to go back to Marvel here in a second. Yeah. But if you've not actually read any of the like just go on to wikipedia and read some of the stuff about the kree scroll wars from the comics um like i was very excited last night by the character of the super intelligence being I- I- introduced because i have a feeling that both ronan and the super intelligence are coming supreme back big uh, I agree. excuse excuse me supreme yeah. um are are going to come back big time in the captain marvel sequels but i have a feeling that they could even come back like now probably in the third guardians movie Mm -hmm. um the eventual adam warlock one-off uh this will never happen but i would love a peter quill supreme intelligence dance off but the supreme intelligence is actually the supremes <laughs> oh, okay, you're right. That it's never would. Oh, it would have to be David Hasselhoff. It would, but just imagine for a moment. Oh, Kevin gosh, Bacon, the Supremes that. intelligence. I just no. It's a great idea. No. <laughs> never. This is this is this is internet. He's this is the guitar right here. No, Michael, Michael this said is it like, first. This is like fanfic uh, YouTube land. This is these are these are the hand drawn pictures that people get ad revenue on Facebook with. That's true. Oh my goodness gracious. I don't know. Anyway, can we go back to Marvel for a second? Yes. Fantastic character. Fantastic character. character. Fantastic actor. Yes, she's wonderful. And I loved that they still did have Marvel give Captain Marvel her powers. Yeah. Which is what happens in the comics. It was was in a different way, um, a more humane way, really. I mean, because she wasn't, it's not like she blew up the ship to, to make her, her into power. this weird yeah, super being. I honestly had started to think that that's what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some way that, like, she that was the plan. On her? Well, no, that her plan the, was the to, plan like. The plan was to crash the ship to and, get her the powers. Make, yeah, or that they were going to something that would then give her the powers. I don't know. I just, I thought that it was going to be a much more direct, active yeah. Marvel giving her the powers rather than, you know, she blows it up trying to save whatever Marvel had wanted to protect the world from and just as a result gets the powers. 
Also, can we all get superpowers that way? Is that just a thing? Can I just blow up a special weird alien plane engine and yeah? What get if some we su- just get yeah? What if, let's just keep some 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 tesseract eggs and just <laughs> blow them up exactly just periodically. Well, but no, but more seriously, like would that have worked for any human? Like, would any human have survived that, or is it almost like with the super serum and um, Steve Rogers where? You know, it really, it doesn't work for everyone. It, it really amplifies certain characteristics, things like that. That's a good it question. seems to be implied. It, Captain, Mar- Captain Marvel surely seems to mirror Captain America. I, I felt that in, a little bit. I don't know. Just a that little bit. Character, yeah. they, seem, they seem parallel somewhat in yes. their, you know, yeah. their yes. selflessness and these kinds of things. Did they ever use the phrase Captain Marvel in the movie? Some one of my buddies was asking us this this morning. I don't think they did. I don't think they did either, and that bothers me somewhat. I hadn't even thought of that. I guess they didn't. Huh. Um, which I mean, I understand. It's kind of it's like the goofiest of all the names yeah. that exist. I'm Captain except for, Marvel, except for Captain Britain. I just pretend that's not a thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do think that with the supreme intelligence, we have a very good chance of that being the way that they introduce the Fantastic Four. Set me free, why don't you, babe? Uh, oh, gosh. Because there's a lot of Supreme Intelligence stuff with the Silver Surfer. Get up, my life, why don't this, you, babe? This is okay, happening right. to no, us this now. Is, this Sorry. Is, gosh, I, I, I remember now what Friday mornings <laughs> used to be like. Um, um, can we, okay, now, because nerds everywhere want to know. Yes. Where are we ranking in, in the existing MCU? Okay. And I will take either Thanos with or without the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Where oh, does like Captain Marvel level. rank? Like powerfulness? Okay. Yes. I would rank her alongside of Doctor Strange because her power is derived from an infinity stone. Mm-hmm. That is very significant. It's very significant to me, too. I would place her next to Thor, perhaps. Yeah. For me, it kind of depends on if we get it confirmed that she can time travel. Like some Uh, of the extent of her powers. There's rumors now that that was actually Samuel L. being Samuel L. and on purpose throwing everyone off. But that's like time travel would obviously make her a lot more powerful. Yes. And then also something we were debating last night like her ability to travel instantaneously because that would the be tesseract is a lot is the space stone and yeah. allows you to move anywhere in rea- in in oh, time yeah. and space and so some like i i would i need to know more about the full extent of her powers to like i think she's definitely as powerful she's up there with dr strange thor characters like that i just think we'll need to see more how they cap her powers to know if it's above or below Thanos. I was going to even say Doctor Strange and Thor. And I think we're speaking of like characters that could become more powerful, get their powers from a, um, a stone. Scarlet Witch. Wanda Maximoff is the most underutilized character she in the really entire is. MCU. And I just wonder if the more she develops her powers and learns the full extent of them, will we see her rise in power? Although her powers come from the Mind Stone, which is more just the generating disc of the gauntlet it's like it's like the thing that holds the gauntlet together like a circuit but at the same time it's not the space stone it's not the power stone but she was able to destroy 
a stone, and that is major. That's that, but that's because she was destroying the stone from which her power came. Maybe we don't know that. Yes, we do know that. I mean, I know it's the one it came from, but I'm saying you don't know she couldn't destroy another stone. Oh well, I mean, I yeah. want Sarah. Okay. I just think I think she's underutilized, and that like with time, like she's a young character. With time and training, maybe she could be up there. But that's a that's deviating from our Captain Marvel talk. I think we've talk. definitely established that Captain Marvel is the fastest character oh, in the MCU. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. I, my, you know, hmm. well, and even considering her she speed, flew through a Kree warship. That was intense. So regardless of whether Thor or not can't she can do that. Sorry. Regardless of whether or not she can time travel, I think that it's important to note. Um, I could even see them pulling some trick like. You know, do you remember like in Interstellar, any like the old space trope of you're going really fast, you go and you come back, and like it's 30 years later, but for you only a couple of months have passed. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that that's all they're gonna do. I think that's entirely possible. I hadn't like, even thought about I, like that. Like just trying to not overthink it, trying to pull to pull me back two to three steps from what I want to think. What yeah. I go okay. I think that probably actually all that's gonna happen is she's gonna because she's traveling off, faster like, than the speed of light. Yeah, because if she is, if the engine was truly a light speed engine, and this is the first they're introducing light speed, and she can both take advantage of light speed travel plus the jump jump points. Yeah, Yeah. hadn't thought about that. Then she probably that is probably actually from just a real sort of normal science science fiction-y way, that's probably how she time travels. Yeah, it might not have been Like real time travel, but more of the interstellar, Michael. I think that's actually a really good comparison. I hadn't thought about that, yeah. I will say on that note, I'll say this. I, hmm, I need to phrase this correctly. I'll get that. It's not that I disliked this movie in any way. It's more that for the first yeah i'd say i'd say for the first time i felt a little bit of dissonance on the flavor of a marvel movie um uh, here's what i'll describe here's the way i'll put it the first thor movie without fail felt like a superhero movie yes it's not anyone's favorite yes but i i enjoyed it the second thor movie could have been made in the 80s well, the second Thor movie, without fail, feels like um, a fantasy movie, Very. but not a superhero movie. Yes. Much more fantasy sci-fi, yes. yeah. This movie, for me, felt... I'm not calling it the second Thor movie, because that's an insult to everything. Um, yes. But I would say that I felt like... This was a great sci-fi movie. Well, that okay, but it was not very sci-fi. a superhero movie. Do you know? You understand what I'm saying? So it one of the feels cr- like a sci-fi movie. One of the that. critical. I was telling her this yesterday before the movie started. One of the big critical complaints um, ha- online has sort of been from people who were expecting a strong female superhero movie and got much more of a sci-fi deep dive than they were expecting. Yeah. That's exactly how I, I mean, it was when, you know what it was? It was when they were having the conversation with Jude Law. It was just one yeah. of those conversations. And there was, and I didn't understand, I couldn't pronounce any of the names. And, and only fake science was being said. And I was, God and I had, a, I had a moment here where I was like, I was like, this is exactly like acoustics 
pedagogy. <laughs> I don't know any of the names, and a bunch of debatable science is happening, and my brain is getting ready to explode. Oh, Michael, you don't and, even know. And my father would not understand. You don't even and, know the deep dive that I've taken Sarah on this year. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, that happened. Speaking of Poor Sarah. Jude Law, Poor Leah. I literally looked up Jude Law's character this morning. I was like, I need to remember his name because I want to talk. I'm, just, I'm not going to remember that in five minutes well, because, well. I mean, eventually I will remember his name. But you I liked, mean when he's in the Captain Marvel sequel. I, that's okay. I liked Jude Law's character. I think we'll yeah. see him again. I'm interested to see how much more powerful he gets. Like, I don't know. I think he's going to come. He's going to come back for vengeance in a sort. Or a buddy movie. I think it's going to be Vengeance, maybe Turned Buddy eventually, but definitely Vengeance. She thinks they're in love. I do. Maybe. I don't think she loves him, but I think maybe maybe he loves her a little. In a weird twisted, he's supposed to suppress his emotions, but he does love her kind of way. Why else stop Ronan? From coming for her in the first place, thinking he can get this back. Okay. Maybe. Prediction. I think there's the possibility that that and I we need to get into this cuz we're going to run out of time if we don't. I think there's possibility that in Endgame that because they just brought back the character of Ronan AN that they actually don't call Hawkeye Ronan IN. I agree mm. with that. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I think that from a marketing standpoint, that's going to confuse the heck out of people. Well, it's hard enough with sixty characters who <laughs> with unique names. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into it. Mid credit scene. No, no, no. We have to talk about one other thing first. Okay, go ahead. What was it? Young Samuel L. Jackson, an actor who plays Phil Coulson. We haven't talked about it yet. It was impressive. It was great. I, I mean, I was impressed. Also love that he lost his eye to a cat flirkin. Oh, yeah. I did, loved the fact that he was... I loved the scene at the end where they were like... Where he, uh, where was Coulson it burned was out? Like, Is it really true that you lost your eye to, like, battling the Kree? And Just, da, 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 I will like, neither um, confirm nor deny. And how wonderful was it that the Avengers got their name from Carol... I liked Avenger that. Danvers. I liked that. That was just beautiful. That was a, that was a nice touch. That was, that was a moment. That was a tear-jerking moment. Yes, almost. You know? Almost. Um, so I and I'll say this: I Samuel L. Jackson is so difficult to. I don't. I don't know what he would do or not do, and I don't think they would actually do this. But to me, it sure seemed like they were kind of wanting to set up a Nick Fury standalone potential. You know. Because because there is that question. They could to you know, fill it's, in it's the like, blanks. Oh, I kind of hope they don't. Because I love the fact that Nick Fury is the way he is now, and you get to fill it in imagination. Mm-hmm. But like, I could see them pulling a Han Solo Star Wars movie um, thing and going, "How did he get from here to here?" You know, like because the character is completely different in a lot of ways than the than the yeah. Nick Fury we see now. You know, I thought about that. So, you know, anyway, I think there's I, just, I think there's more to come there in the nineties. Yeah. Yes. Well. Oh, oh yeah. Because he's gonna be. They're gonna. I guess they're gonna have to do that again for, for uh, Captain Marvel round two. I which say makes potentially me, a sequel. Yeah. Which makes me think though that they're again. I'm just gonna say this again that there will be a Bucky Barnes movie in there. That would be really that cool. Would make sense too. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah. Lots of these things. Yeah. So. 
That could all uh, work. It just seems to make sense. Okay. Yeah. So post all right. Post credit scene, folks. I Goodness mean, gracious, was I not prepared? I was not. We either. were talking about it being the quantum realm. We were talking about it maybe being uh, something with Scott Lang. We were talking about it maybe being. I mean, we we had gone through lots of things. Yes. Yeah. But, however, oh we just talk through what happened. Okay, in the so first, we come up on the screen from Avengers HQ, Magic Space Beeper, with Captain America. Black I would li- I would like to point out a very specific point that I hope both of you caught. Captain America, with his nomad beard, which means that that scene happened mm. very close to the end of Infinity War. Whereas the trailer, he is beardless years later. Uh, So in other words... How do we know it's years later? Well, just look at the length of Nat's hair and the color of her hair. Oh, okay. And the fact that he had clearly been in mourning and had shaved and had... Okay. I think there is a clear time jump of probably years... I think six years. I'm hearing four. Four? Look up her hair. Between that scene and the trailer scene. Yeah. So who knows how long it took Scott Lang, because in the scene where they see Scott, he's beardless. That's true. Okay. So there's there's the big takeaway from that scene. Uh, So Captain America... Black Widow, Banner, and War Machine are in Avengers HQ. Don Cheadle is not aging well. No. Not at all. And they're looking at uh, the screen of those who have dusted. And And the numbers are still increasing on those screens. Just to go along with your point, right? It, they're still counting. This is clearly just the aftermath yeah. of the of the snapocalypse. Right. Is that what we're going with? Snap I prefer Snapchat, but Snapchat's great. You do go to a Baptist college, or f- you work at a Baptist college. Officially, officially, I believe they're calling it the mass. What is it called? The mass. I don't know. The mass devastation event. I'm busy looking at how long her hair is to oh see if gosh. I agree with y'all. Um. So anyway, well, the bottom line is Cap has a beard and then he doesn't. Yes. I mean that's und- undisputable, that and it doesn't need to be looked accurate. up. No, it doesn't. I okay, so then that. they turn their backs and they and War Machine says that the pager stopped doing its thing. Clearly, yeah. they found the pager somehow. Right, 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 right. Um, I'm sure they tracked Nick, Nick, and um, Maria Robin Hill. Shabatsky's, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, location. I don't mm. know her actual name. I don't Maria know her. Hill. All right, is that her? I just okay. know her as Robin. <laughs> I just know her as Robin from How I Met Your yeah. Mother. Maria Same. Hill. Yeah. Um, and so I'm they sure got they the pager, them, you know? and so the pager was going off. It stopped. They all gather around the thing, and Nat basically says, we need to get it back up and running because Fury trusted whoever was on the other end of that pager, and I want to know who it is. Yeah. And she turns around. Bam. And voila! Carol Danvers! Carol Danvers is standing in Avengers HQ! What was I not prepared for this? I was not prepared for that. I you mean, weren't I, prepared for that? No. No! I honestly, at that point, just thought we were going to get some sort of message that just said received. 
Me okay. too. Because well, isn't that how beepers work? <laughs> well, so now we know that, that Carol Danvers is going to be there from the beginning. From the beginning. Well, which... okay. Here's an interesting question that I have. Thinking about this timeline thing, particularly with Captain America's beard. Mm-hmm. I had been making the assumption last night, as I said to you and Jamie when we were leaving the theater, yeah. that that meant that Carol Danvers was the missing figure. Because, Michael, you've heard all the talk that in the uh, Endgame trailer there clearly is a missing figure in both the shot in the hangar and the shot where they're all looking up at yeah, the they sky. they clearly removed someone. They clearly removed spot. someone. I was assuming last night that that was Carol Danvers. Yeah. I don't know that that's right because I bet that after that initial scene with her, she goes to find, they tell her about everything. Uh, that's how she finds out about Xandar's destruction. She then goes to find Tony and Nebula and save uh, Tony and Nebula. I could that. that could be interesting. Because think be about what Tony and Nebula are lacking in the ship. Food. A power Water. source. Power. They are lacking power. And we have seen that Captain Marvel can power Power vehicles. Ship. Well, and you know, right, she just shot the one. Right. Well, yeah. And so even this. And so the missing figure is probably Hawkeye. Yeah. So Nat but, probably uh, goes and finds Clint, brings him back, and where they're all standing there, it's Clint looking up at the sky with them. That may, that would make sense. Well, and I, I would, I, you, you know, I think about this like just timeline wise. Okay, Nebula and Tony are on their sketchy death craft. Okay, <laughs> trying to come home. Okay, they can't last for years in there. You right. know, that's true. So, so it would make sense to me that even that could be like I don't know if that's a flashback or what. You know what I'm saying? It's like they can't last for years in there. So if we're expecting Endgame to be years later. They sent so Captain Marvel. They sent her to go get them. You see what I'm saying? Well, and maybe even though she can travel instantly, she they decides can't. to accompany them back right. at their speed. Right. They still have to make jumps. Yeah, and right. they need somebody who can help them fight, protect them. Blah blah blah. Which, right. Which would make sense. That would be interesting because we've seen what happens when people make too many jumps too fast a la rocket and uh, <laughs> yeah. everybody in second guardians they become a comical bit yes that's this is totally off topic but it's not um <laughs> bradley cooper played rocket raccoon yes. and i just like to say that that man is the most talented human being on the planet. Oh, gosh. Because how can he do that Here comes and the also Lady Gaga be comment. Jackson from A Star is Born uh. and also make everyone believe that he and Lady Gaga are having an affair, even though they're definitely not. They're just great friends and artists. And now make it everyone believe that he's going to be Leonard Bernstein? Yeah. Is he what? That's he's, he's making a Leonard Bernstein biopic. I had no idea. As That's Leonard fantastic. Bernstein. Fantastico. That would be just cool. Like, I was just like, I just like was thinking about that when I was watching the Oscars. I was like, I was like, that, I can't say that word, um, is Rocket I haven't Raccoon. had to edit anyone out for quite a while. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> remember I when I used to have to edit people out? Yeah. Meaning, remember when I used to have to <laughs> edit Michael, Michael out? out? Just occasionally. <laughs> that once. expletive is Rocket Raccoon. What the heck? Like, I just was like shocked by that. Sorry, they're just, just totally outside of things. 
you know, which makes which makes me also want to say, like, hey, the, the like just just a testament to the the level of movies, like the level artistically that this kind of movie is really being seen as. You know, it's like Bradley Cooper just was nominated for Oscars and stuff, and um, he also plays a CG raccoon in, Mar- in in some Marvel movies, you know? Like, that's pretty cool for me. Like, I'm s- sitting there thinking about that. Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought that? Like, if you told, like, you know, like, if you told somebody 30, 40 years ago, like some nerd from 30, 40 years ago, saying, like, you hey, that thing that you think that only you like and no one else will ever like, Oscar-nominated directors will voice the raccoon, you know? I think that's kind of cool. I like so. it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. What if the... Apparently, there's a, a, a mini-verse inside of the Flurkin, right? What? A pocket universe, yeah. Pocket dimension. A pocket dimension inside okay, the Flurkin? Okay, yeah, because obviously... What if that's how Scott gets out? You think the Flurkin... He gets out through the Flurkin? Yes. Flurkin's going to cough him up? Yes. Yes, let Scott, it happen. Ant-Man is you a hairball. That would make so much sense. You heard it first here, people. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. You, you heard it gotta here. get behind that. I <laughs> do not have to get Pocket behind dimension. it. Traveling through the quantum realm is like, what is this gross? And coming out through wet dimension. Well, and if and if it's through a time vortex, he could even see the tesseract and follow it, and come mm-hmm. out twenty years later. Okay, I like this idea. That's a pretty deep sci-fi dive, but that okay. is a really deep sci-fi dive. I am Sarah's suspicious. not so sure. Sarah's skeptical um, of this. We're gonna have to wrap up here, Michael. Um, oh yeah. Because uh, Sarah and I both have two thirty appointments. Yeah. Uh, but um, we had some big Star Wars news today that mm. apparently Matt Smith is not in Episode unless, Nine. Unless it's just a cover. Unless it's just that literally no Maybe one. His role fake. is so secretive that no one can talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I'd like yeah, to believe, I don't believe that. Yeah, anybody or anything anymore. Because we don't have a trailer believe? yet. Yeah, truth is subjective for anything related to Star Wars, Marvel movies, or politics. That's so. right. yeah, that's all accurate. Um, accurate. after uh, accurate, accurate. A- I I don't think we're gonna see a Star Wars trailer until after Endgame. I would agree with that. Um, I, well, I could imagine giving us a little teaser one. It, no, at the Star Wars thing in May. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, Star yeah. Wars Expo's in May, and that's I, I think that, that exists. Yeah. I think I think they might even do it in conjunction with the opening of Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, which is May. That makes sense. That's, that's May thirtieth. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, although JJ's gonna be at the thing in Chicago, and if they don't release footage there, he might not make it out of Chicago. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, what are you gonna do, folks? Okay, Sarah, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, tragedy struck me in my breakfast this morning. I was having my sad little frittatas that I've been eating for a while now. I think I'm going to make that frittata I keep talking about tomorrow. No, that sad little frittata. I made it in the microwave, and I went to get my plate. And that is when disaster struck. I get my plate out, and one of the frittatas (laughs) committed suicide. It it backflipped off my plate, and it landed. I don't actually know how it did this. We have a gas stove, and, you know, it has those um, things. Grates. Grates. It, like, got underneath the bars, 
and I had no way to rescue my little frittata. And it was also gross because, you know, it gets gross down under those. Cause yes, you, you have to clean them. I know, and I do sometimes, but it hasn't been super recently. Spring break and, starts today, folks. And my little frittata, it was gone. And so I only had one frittata, and I was hungry. It was Very sad. Good. It was a sad yeah, time to be me. A disaster for breakfast. Michael, we, <laughs> have, we, we, have, we have one minute, Michael. Take away. Mm, take away. Uh, when you have the right people, things work. No matter what, you can have a vision, you can have a mission, but when you have the right team, everything works. This is true of Avengers movies, this is true of graduate schools, and this is certainly true of the Vocal Fry podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I was really hoping you would make all three words, like when you have a mission and a vision, and I was like, where's the third rhyme? I'm ready for it. <laughs> You'd be working on that. <laughs> if we only had commission. Yes, that's what we need, people. We have the vision. That can be a part of it, but I feel like that that's not got enough we punch and oomph for have the like, end of the rhyme. We have the vision. vision, vision. We're on the, the mission. Vision. Can you just give well, us commission? And you provide vision. us with the commission. <laughs> as soon as we launch a Patreon. Anyway, all right. Lots to talk about in the coming weeks. Anyway. Yeah, crazy okay, time. Okay, very crazy good, time. folks. Uh, we're going to have to do an endgame preview at some point and do this again. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh, so in, in April sometime, probably post Sarah's hearing. Let's yes. get through Leah's recital and in your hearing. hearing. Oh, we, I have news. Did you tell her already? Tell me what. Ah, no, no. I have not, I have not said a word to Sarah. What? Sarah, officially, officially, officially. I'm coming to your recital. <gasps> oh, and then you're going to come see Endgame with us. And then we're going to come see Endgame. Ah! Is it yes. bad that I'm almost more excited about you coming and seeing Endgame with us? Is I mean, it bad you know, that I'm almost more excited about Endgame than my recital? And when I say about, almost, it's probably I plan more. on not drinking liquids that day starting around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So, so that, that you I don't have to don't get up <laughs> like you did in the middle of Captain Marvel? Yes. This person... <laughs> I made it through. You could too. <laughs> anyway, oh, I'm so excited. I'm ready for I it. I didn't say a word. So he did not. He did not. Because I think I even said like, oh yeah, Michael needs to come so that he can do. This. And he's like, well, I just don't know. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you well, lied for me. That's I can trust no one Michael when it comes Hamm to Avengers and Star Wars not, and politics. Michael has not even met Tony Stark Perna yet. <gasps> oh, I haven't. The little puppy. Well, he's not he's hardly a little puppy. I call Arya a little puppy too. They're all oh my little gosh, puppies. Yeah, I'm sure your dog is huge and terrifying. Our now. dog She's weighs. Gigantic. Our dog weighs over 55 pounds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and They're he's both a, giants. And he's a bull. They're I mean, both he giants. could he could destroy anything. That's accurate. That's accurate. He's All like right. a barrel. Michael, this has been wonderful. The it's Vocal Fry good. reunion, folks. It's been yes, good. Absolutely. All right. We'll we'll be back at you later this spring, folks. Yeah. All right. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye guys. Oh, bye. <laughs>